The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Wait a minute. Do you still think politics is boring? Well, not when you can say fun words like cacus. Yes, it's fun words like cacus and more. With the intellectual, intersexual, and intersectional, Nicole Sandler on NicoleSandler.com. Legal cases growing day by day. Read all about it in the news. And we're happy because it lasts. They're going to make the scumbags pay. What defendants need is good legal advice. But that's hard when your client is a nut. And doesn't get the message that his ranting is gonna bite him in the butt. Whoa, whoa, listen to the lawyers. Whoa, whoa, listen to the lawyers. Whoa, whoa, listen to the lawyers when you cry. When you crime? <laughs> okay. If you shoot your mouth off, the judge is gonna say, witness intimidation is not okay. Not okay. You'll be sorry for your rants if you throw good advice away. When you've got a history of doing crap like this, Decent lawyers won't want to get stuck with disbarment or a fine because they represent a schmuck. <laughs> whoa, whoa, listen to the lawyers. Whoa, whoa, listen to the lawyers. Whoa, whoa, listen to the lawyers when you cry. And it's not okay to blame it on the lawyers. By the way, you ought to pay those lawyers. You think? That's why today you can't get competent lawyers. Because uh -uh. you're slime. Uh -huh. I'm not video just yet. It's formed with a very quick computer. These videos don't produce themselves, but you can help me by joining my Patreon, where for as little as two dollars a month, you can help me continue to make videos that help you laugh the news and would otherwise make you cry. Thanks. Lauren, Lauren Mayer getting us started today. Uh, it's a Tuesday, but it's uh, yeah. You know, I, I'm in new digs and I'm I, I'm struggling to get everything working, and I'm 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 seeing Laffy on the monitor. And um, it, and she was motioning like she couldn't hear. So you know what? Let's let's get the scoop, as they say. Let's get the skinny and find out uh, with the laughter. Everybody, uh, hit it, Lauren Mayer. If the news gives you the blues, here's the perfect place to go. It's Tuesdays with Clap on the Nicole Sandler Show. Well, that part worked. Uh, hey, laughing. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't hear. Her. First of all, I realized my settings were screwed up, oh. so that, that didn't help. And then when I turned my settings up, I could sort of hear her garbled. Blah, blah, blah. When you, you heard, when you her. turned your things up. No, it wasn't that. It was. Uh, it's Zoom. I could hear you oh. on YouTube. Oh, 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 oh. Listen you know, the to usual the lawyers. Where I don't hear the music. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't yeah, know why. So that annoying. sucks. Whatever. We'll figure it out one, one of hey, these years. There's some breaking news. There is. Um, another there one is bites the Mark dust. Meadows. Mark Meadows. Yeah, ex chief of staff. This is ABC. Yeah. Ex chief of staff Mark Meadows granted immunity. Tells special counsel he warned Trump about 2020 claims. Whoa. Granted immunity, so did he it says, flip? Um, it says here, I'm sorry? Did he plead guilty? Why would he have been um, get granted I immunity? Just, uh, it says he's he's uh, spoken with, with uh, Jack Smith's team at least three times this mm -hmm. year. 
including once before the federal grand jury, which came only after Smith granted Meadows immunity uh-huh. to testify under oath. The sources say uh, Meadows informed Smith's team that he repeatedly told Trump in the weeks after the election that the allegations of significant voting fraud coming to them were baseless, a striking break from Trump's prolific rhetoric, blah, blah, blah. Um, that he was, that Trump was being dishonest. Obviously we didn't win. Um, Trump has called Meadows a special friend. A special uh, friend. Trying to see if it says anything more about the relationship with Smith. I mean, he was granted immunity, but it doesn't say what the conditions were. Hmm. Hmm. So Interesting. But so there's more the breaking story. news. There's more breaking news in what, the what, race what? for speaker. Yes. Yes. Tom Emmer this morning was nom was the official nominee from the Republican Republican House Committee uh, this caucus to be the next speaker of the house and they were supposed to vote today. However, when they took a vote behind closed doors, it was clear that Tom Emmer did not have enough votes to win and and apparently Donald Trump um shivved him uh yeah. and called him a rhino and Tom Emmer has pulled out. Did someone tell these Republicans that pulling out is not a a good strategy? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, um, people, you know, they're laughing at this, and and you know, it is amusing to but watch. But it's all not their, funny because we we are dysfunctional, funny. and the Republican, uh, the Democrats, we're going to some of them. We're going to sit out, not vote for Emmer, but sit out so that the Republicans could finally get a speaker in the house of the house in the house. And the reason that Emmer was um, more acceptable than the last couple of guys they put up <clears throat> is that allegedly, at least he did not vote. Um, um, uh, for decertify. to decertify, but he did he sign to on certify. to, but he voted to certify the election right on January 6th. However, yep. he joined this Texas lawsuit to invalidate the results of four states. So he still is no better than the rest, but He's maybe terrible. tiny bit better than the, but they're all terrible. They're so all terrible. And that's the thing. I want to just read you a tweet from empty wheel. Okay. I mean, it's related in a way. There's because a hold on, Trump's hold on, hold on, hold on. There's an echo coming from Laffy. So oh, let me find oh, out yeah. why. Thank you for letting me know, Diane. So uh, Laffy is echoing, 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 huh? All right, let me figure this out. Um, I hope it's not at my end. I have no idea because I only have one, one audio input going. And if I turn this off, mm. hold on. If I turn, the, yeah, if I turn this off, we have no... We have no audio at all. Um, so I'm turning that back on. Um, hmm. Hmm. I'm looking at my audio settings. I'm seeing that I'm talking okay. And it says, Yeah, and you're not you're coming there. up through any of my monitors here. Um, I couldn't get what Laffy's news was. It's that bad, huh? Wow. God. Okay. Laffy's echoing. You know what? We're going to, um, I want you to sign out and then sign back in to, to Zoom. To Zoom. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. So wait, I gotta, I gotta find your, your link. <laughs> oh, um, just I'll, I'll get it from. Did you DM it? I forgot. I don't know, but I will, uh, <laughs> I will DM it to you now. DM it now. Okay, it's a stadium bye. echo. They're saying. Okay, bye. I gotta uh, hold on. I gotta. Oh, that and that looks cool, huh? I'm just gonna leave the effect up because it it's so psychedelic, uh, like a hallway echo. That well, that's me. Are you sure it's not coming from me? No. You're, you're okay with the reverb. No, I'm not going to have Laffy call in on the phone. Hold on. Let me DM her the, um, uh, oh, you're back. She's back. You, 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 so you didn't need me to um, DM it to you, or did you not leave? I found it. Oh, I you found, found it. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now, chat room, tell me if she's still echo. Am I echoing, echo. echoing, echoing? There, there's a little bit of a delay, so we're going to have to wait for them. It's more like a Brooklyn Dodger Stadium echo. All right. So, uh, uh, no, no. Okay. Fine. Now see sometimes. Okay. And you know what? It's interesting because the picture's clearer. Oh, so it was obviously zoom. It was zoom. See, sometimes you, when all else fails, reboot, <laughs> just saying that's my best technical I, I support. I always forget that too. It's the most obvious thing. Anyway, I wanted to read you this tweet. Okay. From Andrew Will. That was, it's, it's a little bit related to this Trump thing. The reason I'm reading it now 
is, you know, he's he's the puppet master uh, with these idiots in the house. No, and it's echoing again. Been, Sorry, they're uh, telling us it's back. All right, I'll I'll keep working on, but I I do, I have no idea what it could be. If I talk slower, <laughs> will that still help you it started out okay, me? fine, and then it went back to echoing. Hmm. Hold on, maybe. Okay. No, it wouldn't be that. All right, you you talk. I'm going to try to. Okay. Figure out. Um, should I do the empty wheel thing, or is that too important to? Uh, Mess with and uh, fire the sound that. effects person. No, it's my, it's no, still bad. You know what? Um, uh, call, call in. We'll do that because oh, if God. they can't hear you, sorry. Okay, but if my phone goes out, <laughs> it's because we have a problem in my house now oh. with the tower cutting us out of all our calls. Do you so want, so I hope, uh, you know, do you want wait, me to wait, call gotta, you on your cell? Would you? Well, I, that's I'm talking oh, about. This, that's the yourself. only number I have. Oh, you you disconnected um, the landline. You used to have a landline, didn't you? Yeah, I got. I mean, we have it, but we never we haven't used it in yep, years. I hear you. Um, my question of the day is: Wait, let me first find your number. Where's the number? I'll give it to you. Nine five four eight eight nine. Wait, 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 wait. Well, I can't. Well, the, the listeners know the number: nine five four eight eight nine. Nine five four eight eight nine. Mm-hmm. Six four one zero. Okay, I'm just giving you a heads up. If if I cut out, you'll know why. I guess it'll right, be so better than I, the echo. I, echo. Do I just leave Zoom completely? Yeah, ju- no, because we want your camera. So just um, uh, mute, it. mute it, mute Zoom, and then bring up the phone. <laughs> okay, I'm muting now. Okay, muting now. Um, yeah, I guess the cell will be using your Wi-Fi. I guess this is um. We we tested earlier and it sounded fine, but it sounds fine to me now anyway. So I I don't know, I don't know. Uh, Diane says, "Plug your cell phone in, Laffy." La 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 la. Uh, we're waiting for. It's not ringing. Did you call? Hmm. Hmm hmm. Oh, there we go. It's calling as anonymous. Is that you? <laughs> Because I I blocked myself, you know. Yeah, you blocked yourself. Okay, this sounds like shit, but I guess it's better than an echo. What? I hear an echo of me. (laughs) Do you guys hear echo? Um, um, Yeah, Brian says, I should have popped some mushrooms 30 minutes ago. This would be more interesting than it already is. Brian, you are correct. However, then you might wind up hijacking an airplane and trying to turn off all the controls in midair. Did you hear about that? Now the guys say, now they're saying he might have eaten some magic mushrooms. Just saying, you know. I, 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 I Can you knew, hear me, by the way? I hear you, but but it sounds, uh, it doesn't sound good. It sounds better to you. Sorry. Okay, they're saying no echo. They can hear you. I guess All that's right. better. I don't know why it would be echoing. I am hearing the echo. <laughs> because you know why? Because I have Zoom on. Right. But can you, can, can uh, okay, in the, in the Zoom, did you mute it from there? From the, from the bottom of the Zoom? Oh, Paige? you know, I could be really smart and take my headset off. Yes, you could. But then how are you talking to me? Hold the phone up on to your phone? face and then I can hear you better. Okay, so, so, so t- take the Zoom headset off. I can if, put you on speaker. Oh, that's going to sound worse. Oh. I know. Oh, he just ate Let the airplane food. <laughs> what? Uh, first of all, they're saying you sound okay. Um, no, uh, uh, somebody else said, that Hernan said, no, the guy, the pilot, the off-duty pilot who ate mushrooms and tried to bring down the plane and murder over 100 people. Um, Hernan says, no, he just ate the airplane food. It'll do that to you. <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to try taking my okay, headset off. Okay, go ahead. Can't be any worse. Okay. Hello. Live. Say something. Say so. You sound better now than you did before. Okay. I put you on speaker. Okay. Um. All right. It it is what it is. I suppose. Um, Can I put you down. Can you hear me if I put you down like that? Yeah. I. I. You know. <laughs> yes and no. Because I. I wish I knew what the problem was, but it's it's not. Um. Yeah. I don't. I. 
Remember I told you about my neck thing? Yeah. If I hold the phone off. Oh, don't. Don't worry. Okay. All right. Don't worry about it. Because I didn't plan for us to do an edition of um, the Mal ladies today. However, we can (laughs) if you want to. I have a pain in my butt. In my left butt. Oh, get the. Okay. Marcy Wheeler. Tweet. Let me talk about Marcy for a minute. Okay. So, yeah. So Trump's been, been playing dictator of the house. And she's and, and he's been putting out a lot of um, a lot of rants <laughs> about things. And she summarizes them here, but it's important. She said between Trump's comments last night that they had plenty of votes but needed people watching the vote counters. And he did say that. He said, "You uh, you guys don't need to vote. We we'll, we just got to watch them." And then he uh, and then he would betray NATO, which she also put out there. Okay. And the clarity of the purge in the House. It seems increasingly likely Trump plans on winning in the House in January 2025. Trump so plans on winning in the House? With, uh, Trump plans on winning in the House January 2025? I don't even know what that means. I, I just think she means that win the House. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. So I'm feeling confident. That is what she's saying. Um, so what I'm saying is we think it's all fun and games, but... She's taking this very seriously. Uh, good. Well, Marcy always does. And you know, Marcy is our new regular Friday guest. So we'll get the skinny on from, uh, you know, on, on all the, or the, the scoop. I should use the word scoop because there's nothing skinny here. Uh, we should, we'll get the scoop from Marcy Wheeler on Friday. And everything's going to change between now and Friday because, you know. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Um, also, just a real quick tweet from Ellie Mistal because then I can get rid of my tweets and center myself on the screen better. Um, so, Gates on Trump's statement uh, about Emmer was says he Gates says he believes it's really important to listen to the quote the leader of our party. Oh God. And Ellie Mistal said. Uh, Gates rolling back his support for Emmer after the Trump post is such a straight daddy's calling moment for him. Okay. He does whatever dad does. Of course. Little Maddie Gates. Yeah. Uh, Including, (laughs) you know, dating underage girls. But hey, um, but hey, but hey, but hey, but, um, but hey. Sorry, that's what I was looking for. Um, Wait, but but people in the chat, hold on a second. People in the chat room are asking, what was the Mark Meadows news? So let's repeat that yet again. Breaking. I have it. I have it. Special. Oh, I have it. Special counsel Jack Smith granted Mark Meadows immunity in the January 6th case. And in this year alone, Meadows has met with Jack Smith and his team at least three times and said Trump was, quote, dishonest. You know, that um, uh, on election night, by the way, dishonest, that is a synonym for that he lied. Just saying. Um, it yeah. says more terrible news for Trump. This is huge. It's huge. It's huge. Huge. It's so huge. It's that, huge. No, that is a really big, fat story along with the Jenna Ellis. Oh, huge. It's huge. And Jenna Ellis, yes, there is that Jenna Ellis um, story. And I think, I think I have it. Um, uh, what's today? The 20, of course, today's the 24th. I knew that. Uh, 24th is a shitty day for me. Um, so here's Jenna Ellis. Hold on. You know what? I'm not even going to attempt to bring up the video just because everything is kind of foobar today. But but have a listen to this. Thank you, Your Honor, for the opportunity to address the court. Oh, I can bring As an it. attorney who is also a Christian, oh. I take my responsibilities oh. as a lawyer very seriously. Oh. As an and attorney who's also a Christian. Sound moral and ethical character in all of my dealings. Oh. In the wake of oh. the 2020 the presidential election, there? I believed what? that challenging the results on behalf of President Trump should be pursued in a just and legal way. I endeavored to represent my client to the best of my ability. I relied on others, including lawyers with many more years of experience than I, to provide me with true and reliable information especially since my role involved speaking to the media and to legislators in various states. What I did not do, but should have done, Your Honor, was to make sure that the facts the other lawyers alleged to be true were in fact true. 
She's blaming the the other lawyers attempting to raise challenges to the election in several states, including Georgia. I failed to do my due diligence. Oh, I believe in and I value election integrity. If I knew then what I know now, I would have declined to represent Donald Trump in sure these election challenges. Yeah. I look back on this whole experience with deep remorse. Uh-huh. For those failures of mine, Your Honor, I have taken responsibility already before the Colorado Bar who censured me, and I now take responsibility before this court and apologize to the people. Oh, she apologizes to the people, and Laffy, I just realized that you couldn't hear a word she said because you were coming up on the same pot she was. But there was Jenna Ellis's tearful I, I I trusted the other lawyers. I should not have done that. I should have done my own due diligence. And you know what I say to that? Where? Whoops. No, that's not what I say to that. I, what I was saying to that bullshit. is bullshit. That's what I say to that. That's bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. So, uh, Laffy, yeah, oh, you're you on do. this pot. I, I had the wrong pot up for you. Again. Hi. Hi. So... <laughs> So it it has been. So let's tell you a few things. One is um, you are now back in California. You had been in Canada. You were there um, because you're moving. And um, one of the reasons that you've 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 been doing the back and forth thing is because your father in law um, was still alive and and, you know, not doing great. Um, so you'd been going back and forth and establishing residency in Canada. If I'm getting anything wrong, please jump in and, and tell me. Well, he was, yeah, he was um, 97. Wow. And he uh, he was doing uh, uh, he was sharp he, he was sharp as a tack, and but his he was having a slow slow years long decline because he had congestive heart failure and he'd get symptoms here and symptoms there, do a procedure, do a procedure, and he was basically fine. But in the last, we went to Canada um, about a month ago, I guess, three weeks ago. And, oh, I'm getting feedback, darn it. Sorry. Um, That's okay. Um, And then when we were up there for two weeks, we always go for a month at a time. Right. We were up there for two weeks, and we got a call. And we were talking to him on the phone every day. And he just started sounding, he kept saying he wanted to die, he's ready to die. And then he just started sounding, you know, really not, I mean, he's never like that. He's always the optimist. I'm doing fine. He's in denial. He's stoic. So we decided to come home immediately, like immediately. We came home two weeks early. He died two days later. Mm. So he died Wednesday, almost a week. And um, yes, he was the reason we were staying in the United States because we were, you know, only going up for a month at a time so we could come back and care for him for two months. Of course, and then we go up for a month, and right? Care for him for two months. So, um, yeah, it was very sad and, and expected, but you know, he was ninety-seven and doing great, pretty much. So, but he was, was ready. He was re- um, he was so, ready to go. Um, and oh, he was more than ready, more than ready. Right. He he, yeah. So now, um, things are up. And in disarray, it's it's laughing in disarray. Yeah, but what? Um, I, but I wanted to say before we before we leave yeah. the subject of your father-in-law. Now, when we first met some fifteen years or more ago, can you believe it's been that long? Laffy was was running a website along with another friend who has since passed, um, called the political carnival, the political carnival.net, which isn't there anymore. Somebody else has the site now. And I know because I went to the Wayback machine looking, <clears throat> somebody else has that site now, the political carnival.net. They're, they're, they're European. Uh, they're not here They're It's something else. But anyway, that's not what I was about to tell you. So when Laffy was writing at the political carnival, I mean, doing basically what you do on Mastodon now, which is aggregating news. You turn yeah. it around and you were just doing it in a little bit longer form on uh, on TPC, as we called it. Anyway, um, yeah. from time to time, you would post some of your father-in-law's writings because he was a comedy yeah. writer. And so um, yesterday when we, you know, we were taught, you were saying how you're sort of, you know, up in the, you're just all over the place. Obviously you had a death in the family. Um, and let me just also share that it's a fucked up day because 44 years ago today, my mother died. 
So the, October right. 24th is never a great day for me. It's a rough one. Um, anyway, you used to post your father-in-law's writings. And I said, well, how about if you share a couple of his comedy bits? Because we didn't want to get heavy today. Uh, I did enough of that yesterday and last week. And you know, it's coming again. Um, and I thought, you know, we could use a little pick me up. I mean, yes, you're sad that he's gone, but he was ready to go. And, you know, it's a circle of life. Yeah. I mean, 97, he lived a good life. He had a long life. Um, but I thought it would be cool if you shared some of his comedy writings with us. Right. He, uh, he wrote for uh, TV shows and, and he was very successful. And um, he wrote for like Jonathan Winter's show. Jonathan Winter's one. Company. Yeah, Breeze Company. Um, and what's her name? Uh, Suzanne yeah. Summers just died, too. Yeah, right. And uh, anyway, so then what, when he stopped writing for TV, he didn't want to stop writing. And he was very old already, you know. So he ended up getting together with a friend who also was a writer, or actually several friends. And they'd go to Nate Nell's Deli in Beverly Hills every day, oh. and they'd knock out jokes put them in the form of a newsletter and people on the radio would use them, but they served a purpose. They weren't just, Oh, let's be funny and, and mail them to our friends. They were used regularly by, you know, radio, people. radio oh, people. Cool. So, um, so I took one, uh, actually I have a bunch of them, but, but I have one here. From, it's called, they used to be called funny stuff from the gags gang. And this was the last one he ever did, which was October 7th, 2017. And at that time, my mother-in-law had Alzheimer's and he could no longer take care of her himself. So it just so happened that in this particular newsletter, he wrote, funny stuff will be on hiatus for the next few weeks as my wife and I are leaving our home of 46 years and moving into a senior living complex. And by the way, that senior living complex is right around the corner from us. That's oh. why he, he was moving. Mm -hmm. A really nice place. A really good place. And he said, we're quite excited about going into this new phase of our lives. No, they weren't. Um, and as soon as we get the internet as well as ourselves up and running, we'll be back with some laughs. We're a little nervous about the move, so any words of encouragement would greatly be, be greatly appreciated. Much love and see you soon. And he didn't see you soon. He never, he never did another newsletter. Um, my mother-in-law died a few years ago and, um, of Alzheimer's. And she died in her sleep peacefully, and his wish was that he would do that. And he did. He did that. That was great. Anyway, uh, here's a couple of the jokes. Okay. And I'm doing this cold, so if I hit the if I hit the wrong <laughs> emphasis, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not feeling funny, and I'll probably yeah, read because them all wrong. I, I, uh, I sprung this on you last night, just so you know. It was my idea. Yeah. It's like, why don't you share some of his stuff? Because, yeah. you know, we could use a little levity here. Right, and and so Mr. Laffey found them. He he had them, and I Good. didn't know that, so I didn't have to go to the way back. Um, Trump went to Puerto Rico this Tuesday, albeit a week late, to survey the damage done by the hurricane. And Mike Pence went on Wednesday to survey, survey the damage done by the president. <laughs> da -da -da. Anyway, know, hold on, I gotta get I gotta um, get the rim shots handy. You you keep going, I'll get the rim shots. Here we go. Um, um, just so you know, my father-in-law also was a tumbler at the in the Catskills. A tumbler is a joke teller, and so he is very old school, but um bump. That's him. So don't feel bad if they sound Corny. like old humor because yes. it was old humor. Yes. Um, Trump had a nice visit to Puerto Rico. He said it gave all the first responders a chance to meet with the last responder. Trump told Puerto Rico that the recovery effort really threw his budget out of whack. Then Puerto Rico looked at his wacky budget and said, haven't we been through enough? <laughs> it's been reported that Secretary of State Rex Tillerson called Trump a moron, and then he uh, and then was talked out of resigning by Mike Pence. Pence's exact words were, don't quit, that moron needs you. <laughs> That's the, I don't know if you're doing good Yeah, I, I am, I am, I am. I'm, I'm, so give oh, a paw, okay. give a beat for the, for the rim shot, yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, I guess Tillerson isn't so much Secretary of State as he is Secretary of Stating the Obvious. Okay. After it came out that Tillerson called Trump a moron, Tillerson held a press conference and called the president smart. Then he said, 
you think the moron bought it? (laughs) A pro-life congressman is accused of asking his mistress to get an abortion so his wife wouldn't find out about his affair. He defended himself by saying, when I said I'm pro-life, I meant I'm pro-my life. I'm telling you, this yes. is like real old school. Um, it was revealed that Ivanka and Donald Trump Jr. were nearly indicted for fraud back in 2012 for misleading investors. You know what they say? The apple doesn't far from, <laughs> I can't do it. The apple doesn't fall far from the guy who in 2016 misled an entire country out of their apples. <laughs> Good one. Uh, you know, these it, they don't seem that long ago because they're still so fresh in our minds, right? Um, the next two aren't about Trump. They're, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's it. That's what I've got from him. That's so sweet. I could look up more. But that's enough. Yeah, maybe later if we need more. You know what? I went yeah, I after my father died, I went through uh, there's a bunch of stuff and he was in the army. And when he was in the army, uh, it was the world the end of World War II. And when he was in the army, he did the the shows. He was the MC of the variety shows and they were all like that. Remember the Bob Hope shows? And I yeah. there are binders yeah. of his scripts and they're all just really corny one-liner. At least I'm laughing at your father-in-law stuff. My father's stuff is just like, oh God, that's bad. It's just painfully bad. One day I'll pull some out and I'll share some. Um, uh, yeah, you know, I think um, I think my father-in-law was an MC in the Catskills. I think that's part of a, being a Timor one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that was a big deal. You know, doing the stuff that, that our relatives did back then. It's huge. And I, he also wrote for, for Bob Hope, as did Mr. Laffey, and I even got a few jokes in there. Cool. Um, yes. No, so so Mr. Laffey, Mr. Laffey followed in his father's footsteps. He's, he writes for television, yeah. those who don't know. Well, you know, Ms., Mr. Laffey's dad, before they moved to Beverly Hills, owned a, a, a chain of women's clothing stores, and then he got a job offer. So they moved the family out to Beverly Hills they, reluctantly because they didn't want to move from New York. Um, they used to live right near the the road that Dick Van Dyke would have lived on in the in New Rochelle. TV show. They lived on Bonnie, Bonnie Meadows Road, and they actually knew the the um, Jerry and Millie, the real Jerry and Millie. Oh, how funny! They lived right around the but so they collider. so they loaded up the truck and they moved to Beverly. <laughs> it was just like that. Exactly like Beverly Hills, Illinois, they weren't from sticks. near the sticks, right? They were from from were Dick Van Dyke, Rochelle. New Rochelle, New York. Yes. Yeah. Ah. And now Mr. the Prince. Mr. Laffey used to write for sitcoms. Um, he got started, I think, um, he did a few sitcoms, and then he ended up on The Love Boat for years when I did a cameo. On we that. saw that. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, the that. And then, yeah, then he did a bunch of sitcoms, and then he ended up in reality and ended up writing Beeson's World. I don't know if you guys remember that, but it was like Bill Nye, but it was like a little wacky and had kind of a subculture to it. And um, he started doing more and more reality shows and ended up on Naked and Afraid. Naked and Afraid, and he's been riding that one for a while. So does he have an Emmy? Because he hasn't Naked and Afraid won Emmys? Um, Maybe not. He has Emmy nominations for Beekman's World bunch of them. Beekman's World was really good. If you guys don't know it, look it up. Okay. It was like uh, it was like Bill Nye on acid is what it was. It, it was done for adults and children. It's kind of like Sufi Sales, you know, right. done for adults and children. And, yes, um, it works on two yeah, levels. So yes, Soupy Sales yeah. did for sure. Yep. It wasn't quite as, as edgy as Soupy Sales was, but it had a lot of stuff in it like that. And it, it, um, a couple of the girls who were on it, they had, he had assistants who were, who were young girls in their teens and 20s, I think it was. Um, and they ended up being comedians. Um, um, Liza Schlesinger? Schlesinger? Eli- oh, Eliza Schlesinger. Um, She's good. She's funny. Yeah. She was on Beekman's World. That's where she got her start. Interesting. No, wait, wait. I'm sorry. That was, no, that was <laughs> another show he did. It was a dating show. Oh, never mind. Blind Date. And it doesn't I don't know. Mind. I'm getting a moment. I think that was Blind Date. Okay. Anyway, he has a crazy task. You know, Not mystery date. Remember, days. open the door for your mystery date. Do you remember? Did you ever have that game? 
Now I'm dating myself. No. It was a board game called Mystery Date. And there was like the surfer dude, the surfer dude who was the bum. And it was like the clean cut preppy. And there was the, you know, they had all different guys and you had to pick which one you wanted to go on your mystery date with. And if you opened the door and you got the, you know, the surfer dude, apparently it was a bummer, but I always liked that one. Go figure. <laughs> I think I was already too old for board games Aww. when that came out. Oh, okay. All right. Or those board games, you know. Um, so, anyway, so let's talk about oh, if we could, um, cause I know you were live a yeah. uh, tooting this morning. Uh, Michael Cohen yeah. testified today oh. against Donald Trump with Trump sitting mm-hmm. there and scowling. That's why the Lauren Mayer song that opened the show today was perfect for today. Um, but so, so do tell there were no cameras, but you were following along the various reporters who were there reporting on it and tooting on Mastodon what was going on. So did anything interesting happen? I'm trying to get it, I'm trying to get it set up for you. Um, basically, what happened was uh, Michael Cohen gave testimony that Weisselberg was in on everything and that Trump would make appearances in these meetings that they'd have with insur- insurance companies and pretend he was just popping in and tell everybody how rich he was and walk out again uh, as as um, Cohen was presenting uh, phony paperwork or something. Um, let's see. Oh, here's something interesting, just a side issue. Uh, Trump lawyer Chris Kai says four members of the uh, attorney general's team tested positive for COVID. He says he is sitting further away from the AG's table because he's concerned about exposure. All of a sudden, they believe in COVID. He's railing against the AG's lack of notification about exposures. And the judge said court will proceed today despite the Trump team's concern. Trump lawyer Haba says she doesn't want to use the same microphone as the AG's office. So suddenly, they're really COVID savvy. Right. And And suddenly, they believe very contagious. Right. But Um, there's a big but here. But the judge then ridiculed them for saying, if you're so COVID worried, where are your masks? Yes, right. He did. And they weren't wearing masks. So don't tell me that you're afraid of germs, yet you refuse to wear a damn mask. That's right. That's absolutely right. Um, Oh, then. okay. so then one of the things the lawyers did, they spent a long time impeaching Michael Cohen telling him, you lied about this, you lied about that, had nothing to do with Trump, you lied in court five and a half years ago about something that is irrelevant today. Um, And he's like, yes, I did. Mm -hmm. I did. Yes, I did. And he served time for Uh, it. So he paid his debt to society. That's right. Um, Then, uh, let's see, at the end is when Hobbit came up. That was everybody was expecting fireworks. They did get some. I'm trying to find it for you. That's way down. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, that was the I'm female attorney who was going to uh, cross-examine uh, Michael Cohen. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, she's going to go for the jugular. But you said it was not. It wasn't that. I mean, it, it, it was it was fireworky, but not terrible. Like she said, um, well, first of all, her mic didn't work. So she said, that's the first time someone's ever asked me to speak louder. Um, then. She starts out with, hello, Mr. Cohen, Ms. Haba. How are you? Fine. We've met a few times, haven't we? Yes, we have. Um, and then she says, do you have any health issues at this moment that would prevent you from answering fully and honestly? <laughs> because remember, he had to put off his court Yes, case because he was, he was sick. Yeah. No, I'm here. Um, and then yeah. she says, you understand what under oath means, right, Mr. Cohen? Oh, God. Yes. Uh, she's pacing around. You get... You get to answer my questions. The more we do that, the better. Answer the questions or we'll be here till January. Cohen says that he's not on any medication that would, you know, alter him. Um, she shows him his guilty pleas for tax evasion from 2018, yeah. emphasizing the charges were not related to Trump. She's literally reading the court transcript from his, um, his testimony in the past. She's now going line by line through the transcript of his guilty plea hearing. You pled guilty, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I did. What about that? Um, It seems fairly clear that the audience that that was for wasn't the judge, by the way. It was was for, you know, the gang. Um, Let's skip. Darn it. It skipped down. Uh, Oh, here. Uh, Hobbit takes a lot of abuse on this app and another. Oh, this is from Lisa Rubin. Lisa Rubin of NBC. 
uh, but her questions are clear and well-formed, designed to elicit yes or no answers, and I'm the most awake I've been all day because she's compelling in the courtroom. So let's give her a little credit for that. Okay. Um, this got laughter in the courtroom. Uh, Cohen keeps objecting to Hobbes' questions, which he's not allowed to do. Because <laughs> he's a witness, he's me. not the lawyer, right? Right, and, and, and Trump's lawyer, or Trump's lawyer says, Your Honor, the witness is completely out of control. <laughs> um, and then Empty Wheel says, Cohen's New York plea, not the D.C. one, was in August 2018, five years and two months ago. So can we just, you know, dispense with Right. Um, Trump's attorney, Kyes, isn't cross-examining Cohen, but he has nonetheless stood up to deliver a couple of one-liners at one point saying, he's a serial liar, and at another time explaining, exclaiming, this witness is completely out of control. The anticipated fireworks are flying. That's according to one reporter. Um, he, oh, I already said that. Uh, Hobbe says, you're not on Maya Culpa. You're not on your podcast. You're not on CNN. And I said, well, neither are you, Hobbe. So, you know, shut the fuck up. Um, okay, and, uh, and this is the very end. Um, Haba, you have lied under oath numerous times, Mr. Cohen. Is that correct? Cohen, that is correct. Haba, and you no longer have your law license, do you? And he, Cohen says, ask and answer. That's what they're talking about, ask uh-huh. and answer. And then she, she finally says, correct. And with that, the day was ended. Okay. So it doesn't so sound like they... And is that it? I mean, is he coming back tomorrow or are they done? Is he done? Classfield, uh, Classfield says um, test cross-examine will resume on Wednesday. Okay, because, the, you know, the one thing that I had heard, um, and, I, and again, I didn't hear much today. I'm dealing with, a, I, I did something to my back. We've been moving furniture and rugs, and I, I tweaked something, and I've been in agony. Um, but the one thing that I heard was that, uh, that uh, Cohen had said that what what Trump would do was tell him and Alan Weisselberg, for instance, this building is worth $50 million or something. I'm mm-hmm. worth $5 billion. And then it was up to them to sort of work backwards and make it so. Yeah. That, you know, he'd right. come up with some ridiculous number and say, that's what this has yeah. to come out to be. And then they would do the backwards uh uh, calculations to yeah. make it come out the way he wanted. Exactly. That was the exactly. one bit of, uh, of uh, evidence testimony that I heard about. Yeah, okay. no, I'm trying to find it, but um, it's, I have too much to go through. I don't want to keep you waiting, but yeah, basically that's what they did. And they, and they would also fiddle around with the papers. They'd say one thing and give them a paper, uh, give, give the uh, insurance companies a paper that wasn't quite the right one or, <sighs> You know, it was it was really nasty stuff that they were doing, and it was really obvious. It was terrible. I mean, if you knew what was happening, you know, it was right? Like, really, they're doing this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you hear about it, right? Right. When you well, hear the details. You're like, wait, they actually did that? <laughs> well, Donald Trump, and as I've heard it described in recent days, has never had anybody tell him, no, you can't do that. He's always gotten what he wanted and done things b- because he. He believed he could. And so now it's all coming back to haunt him. All these things he did that he thought, you know, he was better than you and I. He had the right to fudge his numbers and lie about the worth of buildings and things like that. Um, Yeah, it's what did they say? The chickens coming home to roost? Something like that. The chickens are Yep. By the way, I saw something really, I know we're not, we're not talking about Israel and Palestine. We're, we're steering clear of that today. However, since we're talking comedy, did you hear about Dave Chappelle? No. Oh my God. Listen to this. Members of the audience walked out on comedian Dave Chappelle during a performance in Boston on Thursday after his scathing commentary on Israel and the United States and the war that started with a Hamas terror attack. During the show at TD Garden in Boston, it's a big arena. I think it's where the, um, uh, the Celtics play. Chappelle mm-hmm. reportedly slammed Israel for bombing Gaza, accusing the Middle East democracy of war crimes and the slaughter of civilians. This according to the Wall Street Journal and other outlets. He also said the United States is supporting the killing of innocent civilians. 
Um, it began when he said students should not be denied job offers because they support Palestine. So a heckler told Chappelle to shut up. And then the audience was getting angrier and angrier and Chappelle kept continued hammering the Israeli government for cutting off water and power to Gaza. Now, let me just say, there are some, the Israeli government deserves criticism on on many things, including that, I guess. Um, I just say release the damn hostages. Um, some attendees sided with the comics, some even chanting free Palestine, according to attendees who spoke to news outlets. Tensions began to rise within the crowd as others shouted, what about Hamas? The aud- and here's, a, here's a, um, one attendee told the Daily Mail. The audience was cheering Chappelle on during his tirade. I was sick. We were sick. I turned to my friends and wife and I said, I think it's time to go. We walked out and met up with many other Jews leaving the show. Never in my life have I felt so unsafe and so fearful of what I was witnessing. A spokesperson for Chappelle, contacted by the Wall Street Journal, denied that he was even in Boston. Despite the fact what? that his tour itinerary listed him at the board Boston Garden that night, and they won't even say that he was there. Um, his, co- yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just, you know what? Wow. He, after his, his tirade against trans people, um, yeah. you know, I was never a big Chappelle, Chappelle fan, but David was, my husband was. And with that homophobic shit and his transphobic shit, I said, you know what? I'm, uh, I don't find this guy funny. Maybe I never watched the Chappelle show. David did. And I guess that's what propelled him to great heights. I don't get it. And, and now with this, Wow. No, I, I've never been a Greek fan. I, I tried to because everybody liked him so much, but he just never, uh, his humor never appealed to me. No, me either. Um, I want to um, read, if you don't mind, the, the thing from Joyce Vance that I had mentioned to you about, about life sentences for those who are making deals. Okay. Um, I know a lot of people are, are really pissed that the people making deals in the Trump trial um, are getting off too light. And I understand that totally. Of course, we want them, you know, because they did so much. They, you know, tried to destroy democracy. Of course, yes, they did. I totally get it. But from a legal standpoint, it's different than from our standpoint. And I'll just read you what Joyce Vance said. It's, it's uh, you know, a couple of paragraphs here. Some folks have expressed concern about life sentences and plea deals for Power and Chesbro. He led to a felony, but like Powell... He spends no time in prison and will have his record expunged after he completes probation under Georgia's first-time offender law. Keep your eye on the, eyes on the prize here. The goal is to hold folks accountable and to keep flipping lower-level defendants against ones who are higher up on the food chain to reach the most culpable. Power and Chesbro, both lawyers, admitted in open court that they committed crimes in connection with the Georgia election. Both gave prosecutors taped statements of sufficient evidentiary value for prosecutors to extend very favorable plea deals. Both Powell and Chesbro are obligated to testify truthfully at the trial, and if they don't, they lose their deal, a pretty good guarantee that they won't backpedal. Trump isn't the only defendant in the Fulton County case, even if he's the most important target of the prosecution. Chesbro, a Harvard-educated lawyer, was the architect behind the fake elector scheme. In one memo he authored, uh, Chesbro acknowledged that he was promoting, quote, a controversial strategy that even SCOTUS with its contribu- uh, conservative supermajority would likely reject. Hesbro suggested that there were political as opposed to legal reasons to move forward with it. It's likely there were extensive communications among the lawyers about it. We don't know what might be in his emails and text messages or exactly who can he, uh, he can testify against. The possibilities include at least Ju- uh, Giuliani, Eastman, Jeff Clark, and Jenna Ellis. Well, now she's, you know, and it's not just about obtaining testimony against Trump. It's also about obtaining testimony to encourage other defendants who are closer to Trump and can testify directly against him to plead guilty as well. And today, uh, it just so happens uh, after Ellis got nailed, um, Empty Wheel said she probably has the goods on more people than Chesbro does. Wow. Because of her text and email. Yeah, right. So... It's not isolated. It's not they're only getting a slap on the wrist. It's because they are contributing to the eventual, hopefully, conviction of the people who really, really, really need to be convicted. 
Um, they did too, of course, but they're the stepping stones, and that's the way the law works. Right, and that's so how that's they do, and, and that they said, you know, the first up, the first in, the first to, to cut deals are going to get the best deals, and these are the first four, um, so yeah. they'll get the best deals. By the way, Laffy, I'm hoping you can hear this, we just got the former guy's response to Jenna Ellis pleading guilty. You got to oh, no. listen. I can't God. hear anything. Okay, well, hopefully you can hear this. Can you listen? Listen. Maybe put the 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 thing to your. Oh, you can't. Well, I'm gonna. Oh, oh. Yeah, to your. Okay, hold on. To your ear, because this this. Okay. Okay. Let's see. So I wake up this morning, and they tell me, <laughs> "Sir, Jenna Jameson has pled guilty." Jenna Jameson is a porn star. And I said, "Jenna Jameson." I can. She's not my lawyer. And I said, no, she is. Uh, and I said, no, no. Jenna Jameson once wanted to date me very strongly. And I said, I can't do it, darling. You know, first of all, you probably can't handle me. And secondly, you've done my respect. You've done the sex stuff on camera. And you have talent. But that's, you know, as a strong Christian, I can't be associated with that. You know, even though, as you know, Mary Margarine was a sex person who was very good friends with Jesus Christ. Okay, so who could be in a way, I'm sort of having stronger standards than Jesus by not being involved with Jenna Jameson. But then they said, no, but sir, she was on the legal team. And I said, ah, she was the one they brought in. Remember when Rudy Giuliani brought in? And, you know, she seemed like a nice person. And I think she's gone crazy now. No, 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 this, excuse, excuse me. This is what happens. They put her next to Rudy Giuliani in court, and he laid a big fart. Remember that? Just a, you know, <laughs> I don't remember like, that. <laughs> he was bleeding poop from the head and farting from the butt. And okay. Jenna Jameson was a nice lawyer person with sex tapes, and she was exposed to the Giuliani fart, which, as you know, can cause delusions and also treason. And that's why she's flipping on me. So now ah, we'll, okay, we we'll figured it out. Laffy, um, it's not you. Uh, sorry, I, I'm, I'm going to cut off. It's J.L. Coven, everybody, who's brilliant, uh, does a great Trump. So you can find. So the chat room is saying he's echoing. So the echo oh. is coming from this computer, and oh. um, which is what you were on. So I'm going to have to um, maybe tonight. Some somebody will join me on uh, on on a, a test uh, YouTube broadcast where we can play with the audio because I have you know I had I had Marcy on the other day and it didn't echo but she was recorded so maybe that was oh, the difference great. so there's something yeah. going on that I'm going to need your help so um, hopefully the echo's gone now um, but yeah so now I know that it's the echo coming from Good. this computer. So at least we've narrowed it down. It's not it's not on your end, Laffy. All right. So we're troubleshooting. Yay. Hey. No, that's uh Woo-hoo. it's here. It's the same echo. The echo is coming from inside the house. Echo. And meanwhile, I'm sitting here in the studio and I hear the it sounds like I'm in an open, you know, either in a shower or in a, something. All right, twisted nerves painting which is our old friend Winston Smith in the chat room. He said he'll be around. So, yeah, if you guys get a notification that I'm doing a live thing, come on back in so we can figure it out because i got to fix that. Okay. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. you want to have some weird Trump quotes from yesterday? Sure. Weird Trump quotes from yesterday is what you said? Huh? Yeah, from yesterday, yeah, the Trump quotes. I I never or rarely, not, not never, but I rarely quote him because why? You know, really why? It's just perpetuating his crap. But he was so beyond what I've ever, because I read all the quotes. I just don't share them. Right. He said, oh, okay. So he said, um, the thing where, where he had the Jesus face next to him and, and Jesus, uh, he said, Trump said only one person can clear the threshold to become speaker, Jesus. And so Sawyer Hackett, a, a dem strategist said, for I was hungry. And Republicans tried to cut food assistance to the poor by 30%, Matthew 25, 35. And then a random two, the dude who gave handouts to crowds and provided health care for free, no way that commie gets the job. So um, then, um, then, you know, how, of course, they all say that Biden's the one with dementia, but uh, Trump said, I was very honored 
there's a man, Victor Orban. Yep. He's the leader of Turkey. Yeah, I played that okay, yesterday. So Sp- yeah. yeah. So Spiro's ghost said Dementia J. Trump <laughs> mixed up the Hungarian dictator with the Turkish dictator. And then uh, one of my followers, Martin Parker, said, when one dictator wannabe confuses another dictator wannabe for a third dictator wannabe. <laughs> Okay, then uh, Laura Bassett, okay, first of all, his his followers, one of the things that when they're interviewed that say, why do you like Trump? He's done this thing and that thing. And they say, because he sounds just like me. All right, just, just keep that in your head as you hear this. And you right. listen to this. Uh, Trump said, uh, and I'll read you two comments afterwards. I'm for us. You know how you spell us, right? You F. Has anybody ever thought of that before? I just came up with that. Has anybody ever thought of that before? No, <laughs> moron. Said that. Has anyone ever thought of that before? <laughs> I'm reading instead of us. You know, when you think about it, us equals U.S. We think of something <laughs> genius, they'll never say it. All right, so then Laura Bassett says, how does this man with the intellectual capacity of a block of cheese have a political grip on nearly half the country? He sounds just like, like us. us. U.S. Okay. He sounds like U.S. Us. Did, has anybody ever thought of that before? Oh my God! <laughs> and then George Conway says, "Imagine, imagine being so stupid that every morning you woke up and discovered everything was like totally new and cool." <laughs> uh, Chance the okay, Gardener. Whatever. That's one reason I love the movie Being There so much. Chance the Gardener, yeah. Chauncey Gardener. That's that. It, it, except he was innocent, and Donald Trump is just a fucking moron. He was endearing. Yes. Okay. Um, I said white coats online one Trump after this one. Uh, he said all of these indictments that you see. I was never indicted. Practically near, never heard the word. It wasn't a word that registered. <laughs> and he then he said, look, look what happened this weekend with two good people. They hound them and scare them, but we don't get scared. We don't get scared. I don't mind being Nelson Mandela. Oh my! What? You you? He yes. wishes he was Nelson Mandela, but but this is the same guy who said of Frederick Douglass. I hear he's doing some wonderful things. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, those are all my. That's all I got. Wow. I, that's that's it. And and you know what? That's we, enough. That that is enough. That is enough. Yeah, and, and um. Oh, no. Um, yeah. So, hi. <laughs> All right. We've got like the three minutes left. So in the three minutes we have left, let me just tell you. Oh, people asked the other day about yesterday. They wanted some pictures from Sedona. I still didn't have a chance to go through all the photos, but I will tell you a little bit about it because they asked yesterday. Sedo- I had never been there. You've been to Sedona. Left yeah. Once. Recently. Well, I never had, but with all that's going on in the world and after moving, spending the last month in the car, moving, poor Jackson, still not eating. It's another whole thing. Um, He's lost 10 pounds. Now, my little Jackson was 10 pounds overweight, but he lost 10 pounds in the 10 days that, you know, since we left Florida. Till we brought him to a vet here. So now I'm spoon feeding him because it's he'll eat if I spoon feed him, but he won't eat otherwise. And he, so we have another vet appointment on Thursday with a different vet. Just, I'm, but so we needed a, we needed a break. So the three of us, David Jackson and I took a ride up to Sedona on Sunday. We had lunch at a lovely little restaurant called the secret garden. It was really, really nice. And, um, and yeah, and um, we drove around a bit. I posted a little, I did, I, I, I tried to live stream more onto Facebook, except you, in the mountains there, you have a shitty cell service. So it, I, I did it where it, I had a signal enough to do it. Um, so that's up on Facebook, but I promise when I get, when I come up for air, I will go, th- I took a million pictures and it was gorgeous, but there, it's all not available to me at the moment and honestly i just i haven't had time i was 19 do what <laughs> say what for me when i was 19. oh you were 19 well that was a picture i showed you 
Oh, right. Well, yeah, I saw that picture. You should show it again. But yeah, so, so um, well, if you ever come out here to visit, well, we can take a ride up to Sedona. Allison, my daughter, is yeah. coming in February. We've already decided we're going to Sedona and we're going to the Grand Canyon because she really wants to see the Grand Canyon. And I haven't been since I was 14. Four, I was there once when yeah, I was like I was 14. When we, saw, we went back on our trip where we saw Sedona and we went to the Grand Canyon. I actually like Bryce better. I think it's more defined, but um, people are more impressed with the Grand Canyon because it's so It's cute. grand. It's in its name. It's, it's grand. grand. It's grand. Grand. It's grand. Grande. Grande. Like, grand. The, like, it's not venti. It's grande. That's right. Sorry, we were oh, at a Starbucks sorry. yesterday. I still don't get that shit with the names of the coffees. That's stupid. Small, medium, large. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Anyway, um, with that, I guess we're done for today. So don't forget, sometime this evening, I will come in here and fire up the mechanism, the studio, and we'll, we'll troubleshoot the problems with the echo, 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 echo on this uh, computer. Because, yeah, um, you like Bryce That's better, too. Huh? Where's Bryce? I don't remember. Utah? <laughs> I'll look it up. Oh, I'm not going to Utah. I just got to Arizona. Terrible Give me a job. fucking break. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, With that, we're done. Um, next time, Laffy, we will have um, the, your your audio working correctly. It will not be your problem. It is my problem. See, I thought, you don't know. I, when when What I was doing in Sedona, I made two purchases in Sedona. You ready for this? Purchase one. Yeah. We we stopped on the way into town. There were all these tents set up in a parking lot. I'm like, oh, there's some kind of like a vendor art fair or something, which is what I love. I, you know, and so I'm like, okay, let's stop there on our way out. And, you know, we went into a few galleries. Of course, I couldn't afford anything in any of those. So we went to the thing. I made two purchases. The first one was, was Miracle Sedona salt rub and she promises 10 minutes it will cure the cracked dry skin on your feet and I have the worst cracked dry skin and since I'm here it's only worse and I don't go I'm not one of those foo-foo girls I don't go for manicures and pedicures and stuff so I I bought that I and and after two days I'll tell you something my my feet are getting they're not they're not fully better she said for really bad it's going to take you you know keep doing it like every other day until you know you until it's better and it's body butter on mine every day and i have the softest softest skin well i I gotta get rid of the cracked heels first and then i can do that to keep it soft but but my feet are my heels are gross um so Mm. a little way too much information there but just so you know so i bought that (laughs) and then smudge stick so sage so you know i realized we came into this house other people lived here and the house hasn't been smudged so i got a smudge stick and right before we came on the air i was smudging everywhere so thinking that i would drive out the gremlins but apparently i didn't get them all out of here yeah wherever we went when we took that trip uh we saw smudge sticks i almost got one i never did i should have gotten one they smell so good i love the smell i know So anyway, sage, that's what, that's what smudge sticks are. They're sage and your birds, white sage. So good. Um, So we'll have to continue smudging, but we'll also, um, you know, I'll come back on and we'll, we'll do some troubleshooting tonight. I'll I'll figure it out at one, uh, eventually. So, yeah. All right. right. So with that, we're done. And Art and Eugene says, oh, here comes the rain. Not here. <laughs> no rain here. Not here either. It's beautiful here in, in SoCal, up north, where I'm going back eventually. Um, actually, we're going up in November, December, and then coming back down. We'll probably move in either, uh, probably around March. Prob- I don't know for sure. Yeah. It all depends on Mr. Laffey's schedule. Gotcha. Well, it's, uh, I don't, but I don't envy you. I don't want to move again. And the thing is, we're going to have to move. As much as I love this house, you know, it's a rental, number one. Number two, there are some things wrong with it. I mean, the tiniest shower 
imaginable in the in the primary bathroom and so now we're using the the shower in the second bathroom the guest room which is a tiny bathroom i sacrificed big bathrooms for an amazing kitchen so i promise you maybe next time you're on i will will do a tour of the house so yeah yeah yeah. okay all right which i furnished by the way completely through yard sales facebook marketplace offer up and Goodwill, thrift stores. And it's Good amazing work. the stuff we got. Incredible what you can I know. Get. I saw the table. Amazing. The, the, uh, dining really nice. Wait great. till you see it up close. All right. So we have that to look forward to. All right, everybody. Thank you for Good. listening. Sorry about all the technical shit today. I, you know, look, it's a work in progress. It worked. It wor- well, yeah, 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 sort of, kind of. No, it didn't cut out. No, it didn't cut out. So there, there's that. It yeah. did not cut out. So we got that going for us. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, everybody. And you guys uh, in the chat, come on back tonight and we'll, we'll, we'll play and we'll troubleshoot. All right. Mwah. Later. Later. Bye. Bye-bye.